Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson. In today's study of 1 John 4.10a, we're going to be looking at the liberating doctrine of depravity. So 1 John 4.10a reads, And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that He loved us. So first we're going to look at total depravity. So why is this important? If you have any familiarity with the Arminian-Calvinist debate, you might be getting uncomfortable right now, depending on what you view. If you're a Calvinist, you might be like, oh, yes, this is the fun part. Or if you're lean towards Arminian, you might be like, oh, man, why am I listening? But bear with me. So the total depravity is important because believers struggle with pride. So when viewed biblically, total depravity is a beautiful doctrine that smashes pride. Obviously, though, sometimes we don't see that that smashes pride. Sometimes we see that people who hold to this view can be prideful. However, when you do that, you are not holding this view correctly. This view humiliates. It does not exalt you. I mean, it's called total depravity for a reason. And if you're prideful because you hold to this, then you might want to revisit this doctrine. So, we need to first look at the fact that without Christ, we are dead in our sins. Ephesians 2, 1-2 through says, And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked. So, dead means dead. Completely dead. That's sometimes something that we can miss. We can think that dead means dying, or dead means almost dead, but not quite dead, but still can do some things. No. Dead, it means totally dead. You, When you're dead in your sins, you can't save yourself. Why? Because you are dead. A dead person can't save himself, unless you're Jesus, obviously, who rose from the dead. But that you're not Jesus, so this doesn't apply to you. <laughs> so, there's this analogy of us drowning in our sins, and Jesus throws a rope to save us. And faith is the hand that holds to the rope. So Shai Lin in his song, Election, gives a better illustration. We aren't drowning. We are dead at the bottom of the sea. Jesus then saves us and pulls us to shore because we were dead after all. We couldn't have hung on to the rope like, I'm doing it even though I'm dead in my sins, I'm still hanging on. No, when you're dead in your sins, that means you are completely dead. You can't do anything. So you may ask, where's the free will in this? Free will is something that's inherent to being human. So, otherwise, if God didn't want free will, why didn't he make robots? Well, we do have free will. So here's another illustration to help us understand this. Pretend you offer me two choices. Fried chicken or black olives. I will choose fried chicken out of free will. I'm mean, You're not making me choose the fried chicken, but of course I'm going to choose that over the black olives. In the same way, when the Spirit gives us life, and removes the blindness that we have, then we can't help but choose Jesus because we see how glorious he is. Once we see just how glorious Christ is, there's no way that we can choose to rebel against him and remain dead in our sins. We can't do that because Jesus is too glorious for that. So dead is not just something that like, oh, we're dead in our sins, but like we're still kind of cool because oh, look how righteous we are. Or look how we were a good person before we got saved, but now that we believe in Jesus, we're going to heaven too. No, dead means we stink. So 
What came to my mind was a passage in John 11 that was Lazarus' death and how Jesus raised him from the dead. So, I can't forget, one of Lazarus' sisters tells Jesus, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. And so, when dead people die, they stink. And so, we too stinketh. I used the King James Version there just for some extra emphasis. I know I love that phrase, we stinketh. So, another passage is Isaiah 64, 6. It says, We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. So, not only are we dead, not only do we stink, but our righteousness is used toilet paper. This imagery is intentionally revolting. Your sin must, when you see your sin is revolting, then you're taking steps in the right direction. Sin is disgusting to God because it is a rejection of him. It is rejecting the all-good, all-wise God of the universe in favor of in favor of a lie. And sin seeks to deceive us because in the end, sin kills. However, when we choose that over God, that naturally is disgusting to God. So, another verse that we see is John eight forty four. No one can come to me, this is Jesus talking, unless the Father who sent me draws him. So we're dead, we stink, we are abhorrent to God, and we can't come to Jesus unless the Father draws him. And can, unless the Father draws us, we cannot go to Christ. So the reason for God's love, clearly, is not because of anything at all that we do. That, hopefully, is what you got away from learning about total depravity. There is no reason for God to save us in ourselves. And this is love, not that we have loved God. God doesn't show us love because we're nice, we loved him. No, but that he loved us. So we must kill the sin of pride which tells us that we're pretty good people and God should have chosen us anyways. We see unconditional election here because clearly our election wasn't conditional on us. So next, I wanted us to look at that God loves us anyways. So John 8.37 says, All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. This is Jesus saying that, Everyone who comes to him in faith, he won't cast out. And so you might have been like, oh man, my sin is enormous. Hopefully you saw that. However, we are also to see that God loved us. And as we're going to see later in this verse, he sent his son for us. He sent his son, Jesus, so that we could have life, even though we stunk, even though we were abhorrent to God, even though we couldn't have salvation ourselves, even though we were dead, he sent Jesus to us. So recently I found assurance of salvation in the verse that I just mentioned, John eight thirty seven. Why? Because I've seen how little my salvation depends on me, and how much it depends on Jesus. I've come to Jesus, and he won't cast me out. And that's true for everyone who comes to Jesus. No matter how bad you are, because you, you're awful, your sins are infinite. However, 
Jesus is also infinite, and he is enough to save you too. Never let a fear of inadequacy keep you from confidence in Jesus, because you are inadequate. However, Jesus can still save you. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform and share us with your family and friends. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please send them to me at daniel at adoptedbelievers.com.